You're listening to the Two Dead Chicks Podcast. I'm Melissa. I'm Kia. And today we're here to talk about Season 8, Episode 4, Some Guy. But before we get into all that, just a reminder, you can find us on all the socials. We are Two Dead Chicks on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and Facebook. You can also find us online at twodeadchicks.com. And you can find our podcast pretty much anywhere you can find your podcasts. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Apple Podcasts. While you're there, leave us a rating and let us know what you think. We always love to hear your feedback. And uh, speaking of that, we actually have a few more new reviews to add. Um, Let's see here. Walking Dead fan from the USA says, love, absolutely love. I mean, you know, short and sweet. I dig it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Brummy from the UK says, I have never listened to your podcast before, and I have to say I really enjoyed it. I always love hearing people's opinions on my favorite show, and it's clear that you guys love it just as much as I do. I enjoyed your genuine friendship and lighthearted take on episode three, and I agree with you guys. I don't know how much more of the King's solilo- soliloquy that I can take. Nonetheless, keep up the good work, girls. I'll be returning for more from Lauren. Um, and then we have from 4N6XMR, MNR, good grief. Um, they sound as though they have so much fun. I'd love to be the fly on the wall and see all the laughter that goes on. Thanks for making it entertaining. And we have one, an updated review from Netta. Uh, the update is, I love that the, I love the cast interviews, especially the ones of the lesser known actors, ahem, Peter Zimmerman, heart emoji. (laughs) The diehard Walking Dead fans like me should already know who they are, but it's awesome to get a chance to learn a little more about these characters before they die. (laughs) 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 Thanks, Kia, Melissa, you ladies rock. Um, Okay, well, as you guys know, we have a Ross Marquand autograph giveaway going on. And uh, so the two winners. Why don't we say it at the end? Oh, you want? Okay. Sorry, you got to wait. You got to listen. You got to listen the whole thing. <laughs> or at least figure out where to fast forward to. There will be effort involved. Um, we actually uh, had some leftover feedback from last episode coming to us from Miss Cheryl. Uh, she said, hey, girls, some feedback about the death of Morales. I know that neither of you are real big on watching The Talking Dead, but I did watch it, of course, because Norman Reedus was on. Mm. Ah, Norman Reedus. <laughs> Towards the end of the show, they brought out the actor that played Morales, and I have to say, he was just super salty. I got the distinct impression that he thought he was going to be a major player on the show again, or should I say for the first time, because he really wasn't so important in season one. Poor Norman just kept apologizing for killing him, and this Juan Pereira, uh, a.k.a. Morales, he was all sassed up because he got killed so quickly. It was so awkward for poor Norman. I mean, the guy's just doing what's in the script. But clearly he thought he was way more important than just getting a few minutes screen time. Frankly, I thought he was lucky to get even that, but whatever. Anyway, thought you guys would enjoy that story. Love the podcast. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) I definitely didn't watch it long enough to find that out. I know. Uh, Was he salty or you just, Cheryl, were you just mad because someone was needling Norman? I mean... It seems, it seems like it'd be subjective. Yes, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but now I kind of want to know. I know. Like, was he salty? I gotta watch it. <laughs> um, and as always, if you guys have any feedback on the episodes, please feel free to email that to two dead chicks at gmail dot com. And during the episodes, and even during the week, please use our hashtag TDC Pod, and we'll keep the conversation going. Mm-hmm. So. 
thoughts on some guy? I had to watch it again before I figured out if I liked it or not, because I was doing the live tweet and I was kind of distracted. And then like the, like the commercial breaks kind of breaked up the, the, like broke up the pacing weird. So I couldn't really get into it. Um, But no, I, I do like it. I, I like it. Plus, I was like, where's Rick? Like, I was, right. I was expecting Rick. You know, we saw that in the preview, like just like that action sequence. So I was expecting more of it. So after I was like, OK, um, I thought it was I thought most of it was excellent. Like we talked about how some people I mean, you just can't you can't do a you can't do a terror episode. No. And we, we saw that it didn't work. Yep. Uh, very few people you can do like you can do that with Andy. You can do. I mean, we haven't seen it with Deny. I'm assuming you could do it with Deny. Sure. Uh, you could do it with Lenny. Mm-hmm. And now you can do it with Kari. Like, oh, absolutely. Like Kari was amazing. Yep. In this, and so I, I really liked the performance. I liked. I liked to get like getting inside his mind even more. <sighs> that savior guy that took him hostage. Was it that Jim like, Carrey. Oh, like I know like we, we try, we try not to talk about people's acting on here because you know, it, you know, it's, we try not to be like super rude. And you right. know, sometimes we have the actors on and stuff, but like that guy was really bad. And it's just like, you know that they could have gotten some better talent Yes, for that. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like there's a lot of people that you could have got. Right? I think I could have done something. Anybody. That, like the way he, like the way he tried to uh, like portray like menace. It was just super goofy. And I'm like, do you, I don't understand who directed this. Like, why did you, why did you say Yes. This was the guy we want. <laughs> and all these takes he was doing, you're like, this is perfect. This is exactly right? what I was looking for. I was like, he was so bad. He was so, so bad. Horrible. That he messed that up for like that section, that whole section. I was like, this, is this a good episode? Because this is horrible. That part was absolutely terrible. Yeah. And in no world, even with him, even with, with the king being injured, did I think that this this cat could overpower him like in any way? And I think you saw that when he tried to like yes. when he tried to hoist him up and he couldn't. Like right? it was just so awkward. Like, am I supposed to act like I didn't see that this guy can't pick him up? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. I I just don't understand the idea of choosing a cracked out Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> to be your bad guy. In yeah. This, like, Really? Out of all these guys we've seen, we could have thrown a rock and hit 15 of them that would have been better. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Um, I loved it. I thought the episode was fantastic, except for that, of course. Um, and I loved the comedic value that Cooper brought to the episode. I mean, like, <laughs> he's just so great. <laughs> these little one-liners and, like, I kind of had a throwback to – um, to Abraham with the shit balls. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I kind of love that he's bringing that kind of that that whole thing to the show. And of course, I was living, living for this Rick 
uh, Mission Impossible car yeah. jump scene. Oh my god! <laughs> like, is it hot here? Or is it just me? It's not just this electric blanket that I'm wrapped up in. Like, it was hot. Yeah, it was, it was. great. It was. It was. It oh. was. It was like, dang, that's it. Like, I mean, his his driving skills have vastly improved. I mean, really, to be able to jump like that. Yeah. Like that's that's not bad. Like, all right, <laughs> all right, I see you. You've been practicing. Jump and then immediately crash. <laughs> well, I mean, and like as fast as they were going, I'm yeah. like, dang. Yeah. I'm like, did he just jump? Oh my god. <laughs> Thrilled. Oh, Rick. Oh. Yeah. I could have used more of that. I definitely could have. I was a little confused as, as like the balance of that. Like, how are we just gonna have one like scene at the end with him? Like, <laughs> how is that the thing that we're doing? Yeah. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that build up, I guess, with that. But overall, I really liked it. And I liked that we're seeing these little flickers of emotion with uh, Carol, too, mm-hmm. when she sees, you know, her her man's under pressure over here. I'm like, mm-hmm. She's like, ain't nobody going to touch my man. <laughs> like, yes, girl. I did. I did at Walker Soccer. Right? Yeah. Y'all, you guys like look like you could be a couple in that picture. Like you guys are so cute together. It's adorable. <laughs> oh man, Kari is just like a really nice looking dude. Like, yeah. Like, um, and right. hello abs. In the beginning, I was I like, know. "What is this that we're doing right now?" That was nice. Mm. That was nice. So yeah, this does start off with like. The realest of real scenes ever because <laughs> Ezekiel wakes up, goes to like wash his face, and then we see that his hair is tied up in like a headscarf. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Who, who, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> That shit was just like, yes, that's how we go to sleep. We yep. go to sleep with scars on our head because we can't be having these pillows snag our hair. And I was like, yes, with the natural hair, tie it up, Ezekiel. Yep. Um, and so, like, I also love when he, like, takes out his locks. He's like, starts moisturizing yes. them. And I felt, like, especially... I felt that especially because I was sitting there last night with like a coconut oil hair mask on my head for like two hours. I love it. And so I was like, yes, put them moisturizer, put that shea butter on there. What you using? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. It was great. <laughs> this is so good. So, uh, yeah, he's getting ready, getting that hair ready. Yeah. I took his tank top off, saw the chest. Hello. I was like, okay. Um, and he just like, he gets dressed for the day and he puts his war feathers in his hair uh-huh. and he leaves. And then there's a bunch of shots of like random kingdomers saying goodbye to their families, which they only include. So we'll know who the dead people are. <laughs> like, okay, we get it. These people had lives. Oh yeah. And sure. I knew like they were showing Daniel Newman too much. It's like, <laughs> bro. Think you done? <laughs> it's way too much. And they sh- they showed Sheba a bunch at the beginning. Like I like I knew it. I just knew it was coming. I was like they've they've been showing too they've been showing her too much. She's done. Yeah, she's done. I mean, same thing. Just like you said with Daniel, this whole season they've been showing him too much. Uh huh. 
Same thing with Eric. Yep. Like, the show is so funny in its, its so predictability. Yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, like, if you really want to shock us, like, don't show them. But then yeah. again, we wouldn't know who they were <laughs> if they didn't. So there's that. <laughs> but, yeah, there's just a bunch of people saying goodbye to their families. And Ezekiel walks out into the crowd with Shiva by his side. And he tells uh, Benjamin the Doom's brother that... It's like, you are what you eat. He's like, you you will be brave because you are brave. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Uh, and what, I don't, was he, he sounded like he was going with him. Like, I don't, I don't. I, I don't entirely understand either. Maybe sure. he was leaving him in charge, you know, like, <laughs> like the way you leave a child in charge of something that they're okay. not actually in charge of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh. It, I'm not going to deny this boy his father figure. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's cute. Ezekiel took him all from, took his real dad from, yep. took his brother. <laughs> like, sure. Just let let Ezekiel tell you you're brave yes. and recite Martin Luther King Jr. speeches to you. So um, he goes in and he's like rallying the troops. He's giving it another and yet I smile speech. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they're really... Driving that home. Yes. And I mean, Kari's like the only thing that's saving that because you see like such earnestness. Yes. In what he's doing. And it could go. I mean, it has gone on too long for me. It's gone on two episodes too long for me. Right. But you can just see him really just like imbue. Is that a word? I don't know. Well, it is today (laughs) just put in all this this um all all these emotions into it that you could see how people would like really get caught up in that yes um i do like one of the things that he says i'm just like oh paul you should have been here for this speech because he was like he's like some of these saviors are the worst some of them are just here by circumstance we're gonna kill them all and right yeah and he was like and it sucks but it's what we're here to do basically it's like jesus did not get that memo no not at all (laughs) not at all uh and so yeah he ends this sermon by like shouting like we are one like over and over and people just like crowd him and they put all their arms around each other and it's this overhead shot that we see and then it switches to another overhead shot of Ezekiel also surrounded, but this time by like dead bodies and their arms are all linked around him again, but to protect him. And I thought that was like a, like, I thought it was like a pretty stunning transition. Like it was, I, saw that, I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a really awesome shot. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously it was horrible what happened, but right. that, yeah, that said a lot. And like what they thought of him, you know, like mm-hmm. to, to sacrifice themselves for him. Right. And so then we see him crawling out from, well, at, well, first we see all the carnage and it's like those, that gun, whatever it was, did so much damage. Oh my God. Arms like, are everywhere. Yeah. Like severed limbs. You see guts on the outside. We see this kind of stuff from like Walker attacks. Yes. Not from guns. And it's like, what do these saviors have? Right. Like where, I mean. Ugh, I don't know. Like, is what what bait? I feel like I feel like it's like military grade stuff. Yes. It's just like 
no way. And then this year just kind of, you just feel icky. Like, oh yeah, this, this is war. Uh-huh. <laughs> like in all, in like every sense that we know it. So yeah, we see Ezekiel climb out from under those bodies and, uh, he like nurses this injured leg that he has and he looks around after he, after he comes out of his panic and he sees that like literally everyone is dead. Yep. Like he, he crawls around, tries to, you know, flip people over just to check. Everybody's dead. Everybody. And I was like, dang. Yeah. I wasn't left from last week. I wasn't expecting them all to die. I wasn't either. Like, I definitely thought like the ones that um, and instantly like rushed to him might, but uh, yeah, I thought for sure we might have at least a couple of survivors. Yeah, no, like besides the ones we had. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we will not lose one of our ranks. Yeah, Welp. <laughs> it's like you lost everyone. all of your ranks. <laughs> well, that's gonna suck. And so, um, as he's like, he, he's just like turns over Daniel Newman and it's just, he lets out this like anguish cry. And I was like, Oh man. Oh Zeke. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah. Uh, but he can't, he can't wallow for too long because all these mothers start to turn in immediately at the same time. Like, well, convenient Walker logic. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you all died at the same time, then you would turn at the same time, but it just seems, I mean, we don't know how long this passed. We have no idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're all getting up. And um, Daniel Newman like tries to bite the shit out of him. Yeah, like, he does. He, he really went in for that. He's like, this is this is it, man. <laughs> this is the last goodbye. <laughs> I mean, he was like grabbing onto him, too. I know. Like, I feel like he was like grabbing onto his locks and everything. I was like, okay, what are you doing? I'm going to need you to sit down. <laughs> Keep your hands off. <laughs> hands off the hair. That's right. Don't touch my hair. Um, and so, yeah, he starts like, Zeke starts like speed scooting away from everything. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this man, this sucks. He can't walk. He can't do anything. No. Nope. Um, he, he like scoots away, finds a gun, tries to use it as a cane, doesn't work, falls again. Uh, and then he falls by a walker who's trying to get him. He shoots it, then realizes too late that bullet, that gun only had one bullet left. Yeah. And then he tries to use another gun, no bullets. So I'm like, dang, everybody running out of ammo. Yeah. Like they, they forgot that code, that unlimited ammo code that we've been working with for so long. Right. Um, and then, you know, he's in peril. And then thankfully one of his knights was spared. And helps him up. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And Ezekiel tries to tell him to save himself. And the guy's like, nah, I can't. I have to save you, your majesty. Man. You got anything else on that? No, not really. Okay. So inside, the saviors are putting away whatever that gun is. Like, it's so big. It comes in a box. And the shell casings. Like, all over the floor. And they were massive. Yeah. Uh, and so Carol has made her way inside. She's assessing the situation. Some asshole savior is bellowing down the hall, talking about flaying people if they're not ready to go by the time he turns the corner. <laughs> I'm like, okay, 
Ramsey Bolton, like, calm down. <laughs> like, this is not Game of Thrones. <laughs> You're not playing anybody. Shut up. Uh. And, so, <laughs> and so the saviors start talking logistics, but then they just, like, get murked through the ceiling in spectacular fashion. Yeah. By Carol, who got up there and just, I was like, okay, girl. Okay. Wasn't expecting that. No. Uh, I love that. I do too. I love it. And so she comes down out of the ceiling, but she's not able to get the guns before more saviors come in for backup and she has to leave and they leave her because the mission is to get the guns away. Yep. So outside Ezekiel and the knight who is helping him, um, they're walking. Ezekiel asks about Shiva and that knight can barely get the answer out before he's shot by from behind by like, the absolute worst thing about this episode. Yep. And I kind of love Ezekiel's expression because he didn't even, he's just like, the guy gets shot from behind, he falls forward and Ezekiel's like, what happened? And he's like right? looking at him like, I don't understand what just happened. He turns around and here's this guy. Yeah. Twitter had a field day with the comparisons. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I had already called him Jim Carrey in my notes and I even saw that our, our girl Keon had also yeah. <laughs> like, ah, yep, yep. But there's like Napoleon Dynamite, yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yep. I mean D- Dwight Schrute. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, now don't don't lump Dwight into this category. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god, he's terrible. Uh yeah. He just looks like I don't know. I just, <laughs> some people, I'm just like, oh, I feel like he just, I feel like he says the N-word, like, this guy, something about him. Yep. <laughs> just, like, you just, I just waiting. I was waiting for it. Um, But yeah, this guy, he takes Ezekiel hostage and he's like, I'm going to take you back to the sanctuary. And Ezekiel's like, maybe not. We fucked that place up. So yeah, <laughs> it might not work. And this guy's like, well, maybe you can help me remedy that situation. He literally says situation. Yeah. And I was like, okay, he needs to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he lived in his mom's basement, played a lot of video games. Yeah. Or banjo. I don't know. Maybe both. <laughs> like, uh, I've got a deliverance vibe. He's definitely got a deliverance vibe. Yeah. Uh, gross. Yeah. Uh, who says situation? Uh, <laughs> Where is he from? Where is he from? Oh, <laughs> uh, anything I say is going to sound super hateful. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I'm just going to go with that deliverance and we'll just leave it there. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, when Ezekiel is walking along he falls on the ground again and this guy tries to taunt him like oh we went through all that and you're just gonna sit here and die and basically Ezekiel's like better to die with my principles than live with you and he's like does Negan even know who the fuck you are and predictably I'm Negan but he like points the gun at his face when he says it right okay So then he steps on Ezekiel's injury and then is like, get up. And I was like, that doesn't seem smart. Nope. Why would you injure him further? Especially if you can't carry him. (laughs) Like, oh, you were already struggling. Now you're really going to be struggling. (laughs) Yeah. 
So this guy starts getting into Ezekiel's head and he's saying, you know, we know all about that story. You dupe these people into thinking you're a king, but really, you know, the tiger was the only thing that gave you the angle and the story. And without it, you're just some con man that got all of his people killed. And it's actually, I mean, except for the con man who got all his people killed, that's not anything that we haven't heard Ezekiel say. Ezekiel said the same thing. Yeah. Um, but it's got to play like a completely different mind game mm-hmm. when all the people that you let out are dead. Right. You. And I, I just wonder, I, instead of this, I kind of wonder, I would have wished that they would have made some kind of parallel between when he took those people out last time mm-hmm. to um, fight the walkers and he lost like seven people. He lost, you know, that was a big chunk for him and like his feelings back then. And then like the feelings now, right? Like I, I think I would have liked that parallel instead of whatever is happening here. Whatever is happening. Indeed. <laughs> So then we go back outside the comp, comp. It's outside the compound that Carol has come out of, and she's watching the saviors load up the guns. But before she can shoot at them, others that she didn't see start shooting at her. It's a little shootout. We go back and forth with that. Um, and then back with Ezekiel, that savior dude took his knife, his hidden knife that was hidden in his scepter earlier. And Ezekiel tries his like stealth move to try to shank him, mm-hmm. but then he gets knocked down. That was also like weird shooting, like weird blocking, like this whole thing where <laughs> none of it's believable. Yeah, none <laughs> it's of like, it. And you got to shoot it weird to make it look like it, but then you're just like, this looks weird. Yep. <laughs> I just like out of all the people in Atlanta, this was the guy. <laughs> this was your guy. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, this guy knocks Ezekiel down. And then, as the wonderful Jordan Woods Robinson put it, he goes all Rafiki on Ezekiel. (laughs) Starts drawing on his face. It went blood. And he's like, delusions of grandeur. What the fuck? (laughs) And then he forces him back up again. Um, This whole thing. (laughs) I... Mm. I just, I was like, this is, this is weird. It doesn't make any sense. Yes. I was like, is that this is where I was questioning. I was like, is this episode good? Because. Yes. I I was also very nervous (laughs) about the rest of it. I'm like, oh, why is he doing that? What? I know. What, what purpose did that serve? I don't know. I, I. I didn't understand. I didn't. I, and I I legitimately want someone. I don't. I want someone to explain it. Did they explain it on Talking Dead? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. Uh, so maybe somebody. Yeah, maybe somebody watched it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like maybe he was like maybe his in his in his past life. He was like a clown at children's birthday parties and he liked <laughs> face paint. I don't know. Yeah, I, that's what I got. Because it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. So, yeah, he's face painting in blood on Ezekiel's face and then makes Ezekiel get up. And then they get to the gate, which he can't open. And then the savior abandons 
all plans to take Ezekiel hostage (laughs) immediately. And he takes his jacket, starts to like put it over the barbed wire so that he can climb over and just leave Ezekiel. And I'm like, that's what I would have done in the first place. Why are these saviors so committed to the script? Great question. Like if, if that was me, just say, just like Minkus last week. Yep. I just would have left. I feel like any sane human would have yeah. done that. Be like, oh, this is my out. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to go live to be creepy another day. I mean, right. what the hell? But you're like, no, I'm going to try and shoot Rick and Daryl. No, I'm going to take this guy hostage and bring him back to Negan. I mean, that makes a little more sense. I guess. Than what Minkus did last week. Right. But still, I just would have left. Like, all these things. I'm like, well, guys. <laughs> I mean, I guess it shows just how brainwashed they have him. But I still, or they have, like, all that he has all of his followers. But I also don't understand how they got so brainwashed. Right. Yeah. And we've definitely not really seen that. Nor do I think I want to or care. <laughs> But I feel like that would have been something they should have done in the very beginning so that we would be like, oh, okay, well, they were abused or whatever that, like, they, they did. Yeah. Whatever he did. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. No. Well, he's apparently broken free. He's like, well, I'm about to die. So I'm about to leave you. Actually, not leave you. He was like, you know, Negan wanted us to tie you, the widow, and Rick. This sounds like a 70s band. Like, it does. <laughs> The king, the widow, and Rick uh, to the fence outside the sanctuary. But, you know, I could just put your pike on the head and break up the monotony of that. Right. So he gets ready to, uh, uh, like, uh, we assume getting ready to, like, behead Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. But uh, before he can do that, (laughs) Jerry's ass comes out of nowhere. And he splits that man in two and we don't even really know what's happened right until like a a few seconds after because the the perspective changes and then all of a sudden we just see the ezekiel come into view as like a body splits apart (laughs) you're like what What? (laughs) (laughs) like this is like the most Game of Thrones shit I've seen on this show. Like that's that's par for the course on that show. Oh, that kind of stuff happens. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you're what? just like, I, I mean, need it's, to watch that. It's crazy. It's crazy when it happens. You're like, oh my god. But I I just never expected to see that on The Walking Dead. It was amazing. Yeah, I know. I loved it. <laughs> like, yes, Jerry. 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 <laughs> oh. Oh, and I loved God. his like little war scream, like when he did it. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> he was not playing. No, he was on fire. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh. oh, Jerry yes. like just encompasses everything I love about the show. Yeah, I mean, like just because like he's he's able to be this amazing warrior when he needs to be, but he also has that like there's there are some funny moments in the show. He's able to bring that to the, to the surface. I just mm-hmm. think he's great. He is. He's he's such a good addition. Oh my to the god! Show. Y'all better not kill him. <laughs> better not. Oh, they will. Nope. Um. So back at the shootout, Carol has stopped firing, and she notices a gate control behind her, 
And as she stopped firing, the saviors advance on her and she starts her little scaredy cat routine and which works every time. Every single every time. Every single time. Like, you would think the rumors would have gotten around about her. She like, killed everybody. This is true. So, nobody can talk. I know. <laughs> There's nobody left to tell the tale. So, yeah, she offers the snitch on the others. Like, I'll tell you where they are. Don't shoot me, please. And she puts her hands up and stands up from the from behind the truck she was using for cover. And then we go back to Jerry and Ezekiel. And Jerry takes care of some walkers heading their way and Ezekiel is like I could do oh no okay <laughs> and then Jerry calls Ezekiel your majesty and um Ezekiel is like you don't have to call me that and Jerry's like dude yes I do oh. <laughs> and that mirrors like what that first guy that helped Ezekiel s- said you know like you something and this guy's like yeah I have to save you yeah. so I love that we kind of explicitly see that these these kingdom people, I mean, they know because the 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 other savior, he's mocking Ezekiel. He's like, You fooled all these people into thinking you were a king. And I never I never thought that they actually thought that he was a king. Right. Uh I assumed it was, you know he built this thing that they could believe in and they just went along with it because it gave them something to believe in. But I also like, like the explicit acknowledgement of that by these people. Like, and I think it's weird that I think it's weird that Ezekiel didn't know that that's what they needed. Like he said that he said that I'm providing this, um, for them right. to believe in, but when they express belief in it, he at at this point at like maybe it's because he's like at his lowest point. I think that's the case. Yeah, but and especially like, after. I mean, I guess he feels a certain responsibility that those beliefs are what ultimately got them killed because they were trying to protect. Yeah, his life. Mm-hmm. But oh. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I co-sign all of what you said. I love, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, I, I think he is realizing at this point, just like, um, kind of like what we had that conversation with, uh, Rick and Michonne last season, like it's bigger than them. And Ezekiel is now realizing it's bigger than just like, I don't know, maybe like bigger than like my ego. Right. Or something like, like, no, this is as much for them. This is what they need. Then it is that like, as it is for me. And right. so, yeah, I, I really like the fact that he just dropped, he dropped the, your majesty called him dude. Yeah. But then also said, no, I need this too. So, yeah. So that was really cool. I like that a lot. And I mean, Ezekiel is such a great, and he's a great leader and he's inspiring. And I feel like, Man, I'd be like, I believe in him. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. The Kang. (laughs) Yes. I love him. So then the next scene, we're back with Carol. And a savior named Joey approaches her slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
And she's like, please don't tell my friends. <laughs> don't tell them that I was the one that told on them. And then when he gets close enough, she snatches him, and holds him at knife point. And when I saw this, I was like, I don't think this particular brand of negotiation nope. <laughs> works. Not with the, the saviors. saviors. They have to care at first. Right? It like, kind of made me think of like, I, I don't know why I keep going back to Batman references, but like with the Joker, like like Negan's the Joker and he doesn't mind to, t- to take out his people and his people will take out each other. Yeah. Because it furthers their advancement. Right. <laughs> also, this guy's name was Joey, so you knew he was dead. <laughs> we have got a thing against Joey's. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yes, immediately the guy's like, um... Well, Joey got yourself captured. So see you on the other side. Start firing. And Carol uses his body as a shield and is able to open the gate, which is behind the saviors. And it lets a bunch of walkers in. And then on the, you know, further out past that gate, Jerry and Ezekiel are are basically like taking their last stand. uh, When Jerry is unable to chop that thick ass metal chain with his battle axe. I'm like, come on. Did you think that was going to work? Right. <laughs> I guess you got to try, but... Yeah, you got to try. But do you have to try? Because that metal was... That chain was like... It was thick. Yeah. Yeah. With your little tiny blade. like Bless it. Oh, Jerry. Um, I feel like you would do better just like... Try to like rip the fence apart or something. Right. Oh, there's, there's an idea. Yeah. No, it's fine. They're panicked. It just... Seems like something you would do in a video game, though. Like, yes, <laughs> like, yes. that doesn't work in real life. Um, and so Jerry is like, "Thanks, Ezekiel." And Ezekiel's like, "For what?" He's like, "For being such a cool dude." Oh my god! <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Yeah. Did well, you? Because I mean, didn't you like, kind of feel like like he he kind of was like, "Okay, I don't know if we're gonna make it out of here, so yeah. I just got to get this off my chest, man." Yep. Oh, <laughs> and I was worried. I was like, oh, no, like, are we about, you better not. Yeah. You better not. And they didn't. Yet. Listen, I need to believe he's not going <laughs> to die. I just need to believe it for my soul. I just feel like there's a lot of people out here that are like, no, man, if Jerry dies, we riot. Yeah. Jerry did become an, like an extreme fan favorite. Yeah. Um, pretty quickly. He did. Pretty quickly. So back with Carol, she's able to kill everyone after that distraction of the walkers, except for two guys who are right by the truck. They're loaded with guns and they're trying to get out of there. And she figures they're close to being out of ammo. But as she approaches, she notices Ezekiel and Jerry's predicament on the other side of the fence. And now she's in a predicament herself. Guns, guns are, guns are guys. Guys are guns. Yep. Sound like Jadis. (laughs) Guns, jars, and guns. Guns, <laughs> and jars. Oh my god! Uh, so after that scene, we get a little time jump. We flash back to that morning, and Carol and Ezekiel are walking together alone, getting ready to leave. And she wants to know if he's ever fought before. And he's like, well, you know, only walkers and this one guy in the woods before Shiva came along to finish the job. And I love, I love, I love this laugh. He like laughs kind of sheepishly like, oh, and then Shiva. And Carol is like so unimpressed. 
Yeah. And then he like he's like, oh, but no, I, I've trained a lot though. <laughs> he just starts. Like, oh. oh gosh, I love I I. There was just so much like how do I describe it? Like. I feel like he knows he I mean he knows he's not battle tested like Carol. Right. Um he knows that you know the tiger's the thing but he really just wants to make that good impression on her like I'm really ready I really can do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. <laughs> I I love his need to impress her. Yeah. And so yeah, he says he's been training and practicing and he's ready to become what he must. And Carol questions that choice, be- that word choice become. And he's like, well, you know, yeah, you got to make the decision. And he talks about how he was before and how he came to be the man he is now, basically. And so that pivotal moment was when Shiva needed his help. And so he talks about how he didn't just rush into the enclosure with the tiger. (laughs) He thought about it first. He thought about the consequences of either choice he would make. Mm -hmm. And he decided that he wanted to be the guy that leapt. He wanted to be the kind of man that leaps. And then... Also adding to that, he brings up Benjamin the Doomed and how when Benjamin said that whole thing, when people asked for a hero, be a hero, like he wasn't ready to hear it then, but he's ready now. So he's the kind of guy that's preparing and leaping and being the hero. Yeah. Basically. And he's like, well, how was it for you? You know? how did you, were you always this brave and strong or did you decide? And then she's like, well, I decided, but after life decided some things for me first, basically it's like, well, you know, that happens, but yeah, here we are. I love this whole exchange. (laughs) Yeah. I love their conversations. I do too. They're the, did you like this one or the one from last season better the from the well when he dropped the bullshit i don't know i like i just like them both but yeah. for different reasons yeah like with this one i feel like there's so there's so much of a life a life lesson in this discussion and it's yeah. something it's i think so relevant today in our current climate mm-hmm. i mean you know making the choice to get uncomfortable and leap and and be the better person be the person you you know, that, that you want to be, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just, I think there's something to be said for what he, what he had to say there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I like this one better. Like I, I like that he dropped the act with her so early Yes, in, in uh season seven, but I also just really like this reminder that <clears throat> these are just decisions you make every day. Yeah. And so, you know, even though something that happened to her so so long ago and she wouldn't have chosen to go that way if mm-hmm. if this didn't happen, she still made the choice. And, you know, that's what he's doing. I really like that. Yeah. So, yeah, back in the present, 
Carol has made her decision to save Ezekiel and Jerry instead of stopping the guns. And so after she lets them inside using the key, she swiped from dead Joey. Um, Ezekiel is still doing that King act. He hasn't quite dropped it. He's like uh, talking about how we have to get word to Rick about the guns. But then Carol hears this bike engine in the distance and she starts smiling and she's like, they're not getting away with those guns. (laughs) (laughs) And then the scene moves to the savior's truck. It's like shooting down the road. And then like seven seconds later, Daryl's bike follows them with Rick in the Jeep right behind them. I was like, yes. Yeah. Hey, listen, I I thought Daryl looked pretty badass too. In this this shot, I was like, okay, Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. I just... I, something about like them just like chasing them yes. down. I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving all of it. So Daryl takes out his gun to fire, but at the same time, the saviors let down that back hatch start firing from that gun in a box. Um, it's my gun in a box. <laughs> uh, so it forces Daryl off the road, which I didn't even see at first. Right. I was like, oh, and the second time I was like, oh, okay, that's that's why he wasn't there. Uh, and he slides off his bike. And, but Rick is still following. It's like the wind's like blowing in his hair, just like dodging bullets. I was like, you look good, man. You look real good. And... The driver of the savior's truck is like too engrossed in what's going on behind them that he doesn't see like the walkers in the road. They never do. Never. It's just, it's just walkers just there for, <laughs> for miles. You just, just never see him. And then, um, he starts dodging and then the gun guy gets thrown off balance and Rick is able to get a lot closer. <laughs> but I also thought it was funny because in the scene, in the parts where you can clearly see Andy driving, it looks like it's going a lot slower mm-hmm. than, than what it's supposed to be. Yeah. I was like, I was like you going like 40? Like, what's going on? Right. <laughs> Which I, I mean, I get it, but it's like, it's visibly slower. I was just like, ooh. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, but I loved everything about this scene. Like, I love watching him shifting gears. Oh, I was shifting like, gears was amazing. Look at yeah. you, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that just that just made me laugh because I was like, "Ooh, they're like slow down." Yeah, <laughs> we have insurance <laughs> on you. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. The the shifting. <laughs> it's just you never. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that shifting gears in a Jeep looked that good? Like you're just right. Like, yes, I feel like this should have been a Jeep commercial. Like <laughs> Wrangler should have like 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 Wrangler Jeep should have like sponsored this. Yeah, like, like y'all need to be using this. <laughs> Somebody needs to be using this. But I mean, like, I'll use it. Right? Yeah. I'm just like, uh, I would have learned to to drive a stick if if my teacher looked like that. Like what? <laughs> Has suddenly became significantly more interested in that idea. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, so the gun guy, he gets back up, starts firing again. 
And this time he hits the radiator of the Jeep and Rick swerves and Daryl is actually right behind him now shooting. And I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> and again, like, dang, I know. Like, I don't know what's going on, Norman, but you're bringing me back over to I the know. other side here. I'm kind of like, okay. <laughs> I even like audibly gasped when he like slid off his bike. Mm-hmm. I was like, <gasps> like, oh, why am I? What am I doing? Who am I? <laughs> Who is this person? I don't even recognize myself anymore. Yeah, yeah when I saw Daryl right behind him, I was like, okay, Daryl, that's right. You got right back up. Okay. <laughs> Super yeah, impressed. I did. Super impressed. <laughs> and uh, so then Daryl shoots the gun guy and then Rick maneuvers next to the truck on the passenger side. And then you just see like Rick just like glance over a couple times staring at him. I was like, whew. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so then he jumps out of the Jeep into the truck. I was <laughs> I was like, this is some shit. Like, right? I was like, this is amazing. Why didn't you guys do this stuff before? Hello. Like episode one and two, I'm like, oh man, I'm done. I'm so done. Oh my God. Rick, who is Rick right now? What is happening? We went from I can't drive at all to I can do flips jumping out of a moving vehicle. Why not? Yeah. And it's wonderful. And it's I know. glorious. It and is. his forearms look great. <laughs> ladies come on yeah 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 he looks so good <laughs> so salty wow like that's all we got like it was right so much like whoa and then oh no that's it dang they gave us quality over quantity on this one for <laughs> sure for sure i feel like there's no such thing with there's both there's right? both like there, i just want a whole episode of that yeah i mean like him and daryl tag teaming on that i was like Dang! Yeah, that okay. was amazing. Okay. So when he jumps into the truck, he stabs this guy in the gut. <laughs> it's like this guy tries to shoot him. He knocks the gun away, stabs him in the gut, takes control of the steering while this guy is incapacitated, then kicks him out of the truck. Which, of course, you know, makes him veer off into the guardrails and crash. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, you know what, Rick. I feel like you had a good, that was a good day right there. That was awesome. You did did a lot. I'm proud of you. Go home and get you some, baby. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Deleted scenes. (laughs) Come on. So then Daryl rides up immediately and just looks for Rick in the wreckage. But Rick's already out. He's climbing up the, like, embankment. And Daryl just watches him. I was like, you're not going to help? You just going to let him climb up there? Yep. (sighs) Here we go, Daryl. You guys, I was with you. I was with you till you just let him there yep. go down there. Then he told Ricky looked like shit, and I'm like, I was like, you are, are one to talk, right? Talk about smelling like shit. <laughs> I mean, hello, <laughs> Mister. I still haven't had a shower. I mean, come on. Like, why are you talking? I love Rick. Looks down like, do I really look bad? Like, no, really? you don't. You're doing amazing, sweetie. You look right? great. <laughs> so, ugh. Oh, Daryl, just stop talking. Just do the shooting. Yeah, do the killing of the people yeah. that need to be dead yeah. and shut up. And ride your bike. Yeah. And I look, like look, it. Look bad as hell. Do yeah. it. Do it. Yeah. That's where I need you to be. Yeah. Don't talk. Don't be like, what demeaning. was the point of that? Don't what? be demeaning, Rick. 
And why? What was the point? You look like shit. You just mad because you didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that you can't jump off of a moving bike into, into another truck. I'm sorry. You're just jealous, Daryl. <laughs> and like... Also, that whole thing of him, like, getting the other, the savior out of the car, all of this happened, like, it took, like, three seconds. Like, he was just like, bam, done, out. Like, yeah. how the hell did you do that? Yeah. That's amazing. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still all Twitter painted about this whole scene. Whew. It's like, where did you learn that? Right? I'm fine with it. I Don't mean, get me wrong. I'm just like, is this what they were teaching as a sheriff's deputy? Right? I don't know. I just feel like he's putting that Andy Lincoln, like, magic, like, spin on everything. I'm just like, I, I wonder if any of this was his idea. Like, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump from my car to their car. I'm going to throw them out. And I'm going to crash, and I'm going to jump out. Like, what? Who are you? You know, I think you look really cool, you know? Oh, my God. I love him. I know. Oh, it's just, like, turned into, like, a... Oh, Andy. <laughs> we love Andy. The, the Andy Lincoln schmoopy face hour. I know. I know. I'm fine with that. It's great. I think most everybody else would be fine with it, too. Yeah. yeah. If you're not, mm. I don't know. Oh, well. Yeah. But, yeah, they go back down to see if that gun guy is still alive. And that's that. That's all we got to Rick and Daryl. That was it. It was, it was just so much... <laughs> into that it really was i was i was still a little mad that we didn't get more but i appreciated the quality that we got yeah that was nuts back with the the kingdom contingent carol and jerry they are continuing to try to help ezekiel walk and he tries to give up by the train tracks and carol won't let him and they continue through the woods until they reach a stream with some walkers around it, which wouldn't be too bad normally, but this stream definitely has like some hazardous waste oozing into it. And the walkers look defigured and disgusting. And Carol presses on. She's like, I know I can help get across. Let's go. And they've made it like across the bank and they're almost home free when Ezekiel just decides like this is too much turns around starts stabbing walkers and again is like just let me go I'll cover for you you guys can leave and Jerry's like no you're my king but he said Kang he did and it was hilarious <laughs> but you're also you're my king <laughs> honestly ordinarily I would have been like this is so cheesy but like coming from him is just not like <laughs> It feels genuine and loving and precious. Yeah. And Ezekiel completely drops out at this point. He's like, no, this isn't real. I ain't okay. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> um, he's like, I ain't nothing. And I was like, oh, man, this is getting like real. Like, it was getting, yeah. Real cowardly lion from the Wiz. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, man, I want to go watch that movie yeah. so bad. Like when he almost when he thought Dorothy died, he's like, I "No, <laughs> let me end it all." <laughs> <laughs> no, it, no, you're right. It definitely, yeah, and especially even like the the dialect he went into it was just um just like that, just like like kind of like 
around the way dude like and it's just i i know okay i it's like oh I know. man uh he says he's just i'm just some guy some guy who found and then enters shiva oh man leaping into the fray knew it was coming yeah yeah um and he gives that that gives them the chance to escape but then like it becomes clear pretty quickly that she was not leaving this alive. Nope. And Ezekiel is like frantic and he's like telling her, he's like, run girl, go. And he starts begging Jerry to let him go so that he can help her. And I was like, Oh, Oh man, too late. It's like a bunch of sounds too. Yeah. Like, I don't, I've I've never been affected by like when the dogs got killed. I I didn't care when the horse got eaten. I was like that sucks. I didn't care. Um, but Shiva, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sad. It was so sad. Yeah, and I was doing. I was I was I was managing until I saw our friend Lisa's tweet about it, and I lost my shit. I bawled. That um, she said that Shiva uh, took a leap for him the way he took a leap for her. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Why would you have to put it like that? (laughs) But it's beautiful. And it's so true because, like, she even kind of – she kind of looks at him like, like, you know, like, I got this, man. You know, she was totally – I feel like she knew what she was doing, you know? Mm. Oh, my heart. (laughs) And he was so heartbroken. He, oh gosh, oh, <laughs> Kari really—he just like knocked it out of the park. Yeah, he did. This. Like, oh god, and he had all those unshed tears in his eyes, like looking at her. I was like, oh, I know. Oh dear, <sighs> so sad. It is sad. I just want to say something else, but I'm not. Um. So yeah. No more tiger. You were going to say he had more tears than Aaron had, weren't you? I was. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Because I was thinking the same thing last night. I'm like, ooh. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> but we love you. <laughs> he didn't even have a thing. That, he just had some man in a blue suit to act across. Right. And he was still, he still did. Um, oh, Ross Marquand, we still love you, though. So much. So, so much. <laughs> Also want your hair secrets. It's right? just a lot. Um, so yeah, that was that. And then the squad of three, they make it back to the kingdom and everyone kind of gathers in the courtyard. <laughs> They're like, yay, you're back. Wait, where's everybody yeah. at? Uh... And all Ezekiel can do is just pat Henry on the head before he just limps off by himself. <sighs> Which is so sad. It's so sad. And such a departure from that beginning of that let yeah. hope and, and fire. And then this is what happened. Right. Oh, God. Man. Heart. Man, man, man. But oh, Ezekiel. It, it, Kari's magical. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, to- I definitely was thinking that about the Aaron tears. I'm like, dang it. I know. I'm a ruiner. I'm a life ruiner. You, yeah. Like, you're like Regina George over here. She ruins people's lives. No, it's so true. But, I mean, I mean, and it's like, it was, 
And it just goes, I'm not trying to harp on it. Like I said last week, like I just, sometimes I, I just see that stuff. It just takes me out of it immediately. There's, right. there are little things that can take me out of anything immediately. Like sure. songs. If I hear like one lyric, I think is stupid. I'm just like, I hate this whole song. Yep. And so <laughs> with that one, I was just watching like, oh no, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I still felt the but sadness. It is, just, it is yeah. funny, though. Like, this is funny. It's 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 kind of funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you have any other thoughts on uh, on the episode? I just wonder how this is going to affect if this is going to. First of all, I want, again, I want some kind of tie-in between what we know about the last time Ezekiel went into battle. And now I wonder if it's going to affect... Um, his disposition, basically. Right. Is he going to, he knows that his people, well, at least, you know, two of his knights that were, that protected him, they, they have expressed to him, like, we have to do this. Like, this is something we believe in the King thing. So I wonder if he's going to keep it up. Right. If he's going to drop it, if, like, what's, what's going to happen with that? Because it's like his whole, his whole, his whole foundation basically has been shaken with yes. this whole thing. So yes, it has. I hope that he, I hope that this has not destroyed that belief of the, you know, I want to be the person, I want to be the person that leaps. I mm-hmm. hope that that does not. I hope it doesn't change that mm-hmm. because I, I love that about him. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I just. I just wonder if he's going to be more grounded. I mean, but it's like, that's no fun. But I just feel like you can't go through that experience and just still be... No. Like, the same. So, there's that. I'm also kind of wondering, like, what's up with him and Carol now? Like, uh-huh. like is she going to follow him? Like, what's like what's what's happening? What's happening? What's going to happen? <sighs> what indeed. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we are back. With our death toll, but, you know, we're just not here. So. This just feels like cheating. Babysitting uh, Judith? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like at some point we need to leave the house. I know. Well, we will. Yeah. To be determined. (laughs) Um, All right. And, of course, you guys had lots to say about the episode. Uh, Let's start with Pascali. Hey, Pascali. She says, I'm in love with this episode, ladies. The episode is so visceral, emotional, and honest. Within the first five minutes to see the real person who is Ezekiel, the zookeeper, be forced to finally drop his mask and face the reality that he is a complete fake. Yes, yes, yes. The juxtaposition was so well done. One minute, a speech. The next, Ezekiel is crawling out from under dead kingdom fighters. I may sound harsh, but I needed this character to finally break down and join the real and sobering world of loss and suffering that Rick and everyone else is a part of. It's bound to happen because this show is called The Walking Dead. Hello. 
Don't get me wrong, I love the Kang and his Shakespearean monologues were rousing, but the idea that they were enough to shield his people from the harsh reality of war, war was ludicrous. He lulled his people into the idea that not one of our ranks shall perish like sheep to the slaughter, and it took some random savior to finally break this idealism that there would be no casualties of war. I had hoped Carol would be the one to tell him how hard things will get for him, but she's not the one to give you advice. She's the one to make sure you're alive so you can realize you're a fool. <laughs> it was a noble idea that he had to create a town known as the kingdom where people can live freely and safely, but why be so fake with them? Tell them the truth, that some will live or die, and it's all for a just cause to create a better future. Stop it with the I smile crap already. He almost tricked himself into believing that they could be safe from all harm. Anyway, he'll be okay, and I loved it. Can't wait to hear your comments tomorrow. Love, Pascali. All right. And coming from Kenneth. All right, you know this is going to be good. <laughs> um, let's see here. <sighs> the Walking Dead Episode 4, A King Without a Tiger or Crown. Well, there wasn't any fake in it till you make it in this one. The king lost his crown, his tiger, his people, and probably lost the confidence of Carol, his future wife slash queen, too. <laughs> it was brutal. And to make it all worse, he got captured by a bad-acting, discount Jim Carrey lookalike who, for some reason, went all Ace Ventura and couldn't stop showing his front teeth. <laughs> I knew it! Oh, my God, I love it. It was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> it was epically terrible. Uh, key observations. Obviously, Discount Jim Carrey has never beheaded a person in his life. Everybody knows that proper beheading protocol is man Everybody, on his knees. Hold on. Everybody knows. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, is man on his knees, hands tied behind his back, head bowed. Discount Jim, though, had Ezekiel lying flat on the ground and was about to try to lop his head off with that little bitty ass sword. <laughs> That just reeks of ineptitude and amateurism. <laughs> With people like that on his side, no wonder Negan is losing the war. <laughs> oh. Shiva. Obviously, Shiva did not listen to her mama. I'm sure every cub was posed the question, if your friends jump into a pit of walkers and try to commit suicide, would you? <laughs> he is not right. <laughs> Apparently, Shiva's answer was yes, because that's just what she did when Ezekiel laid there like Morgan talking about kill me leave me i'm just some guy jerry's axe i'm gonna miss jerry's battle axe it was such a thing of beauty wasn't it so archaic so ma so majestic but it was just but it was just so fickle though i mean in one swing it was the type of axe that could slice a human in half but in another it couldn't even hack through a rusty chain Maybe Discount Jim had some type of bone marrow slash vitamin D deficiency due to a lack of fresh milk in the apocalypse. <laughs> or maybe that was just a stubborn chain. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Still, Jerry deserved better. We deserved better. Just think, if there were any craftsmen left at the kingdom, they could craft him something better, something more dependable. But some guy got them all killed, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, that is such a bird. I know. There are blacksmiths at the hilltop. Stop it, Yeah, there's people. <laughs> we can get this taken care of. Okay. Speaking of some guy, I guess y'all won't be making any runs to the kingdom with Keon to get a look at him in those pants after this. <laughs> Sorry, Zeke. There'll be no fantasies of fondling my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
why are they the best? Oh my god, they're so funny. <laughs> oh, okay. That was a nice scene by the fence where Ezekiel looked at Jerry and said, you don't have to call me king. And Jerry was like, dude, yes, I do. It showed that Jerry was not only emotionally invested in the king, but also needed the concept of being the king's guard to define his own existence in the apocalypse. Subtle and awesome. Another good episode. And another great feedback email <laughs> from Kenneth. Thank you, Kenneth. Um, Keon says, hi, ladies. Liked this episode. Two in a row, but now we're going back to Negan, so we might be restarting the clock some next week. <laughs> but I am intrigued on where they are going to go with it, especially since we will have Father G as a buffer. Random thoughts. Zeke getting ready. I have already stated the brother is fine, but I will go ahead and mention it one more time for the people in the back. For a few moments, I thought the camera was going to pan and show Carol getting out of bed. <laughs> See, they've taken their time with this, and I'm okay with it. Ezekiel, it was like it was like some D'Angelo shit, like right. <laughs> How low is this camera gonna go? Oh, right, and and still, I smile. Mm-hmm. Yet I smile. Like, <laughs> 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 okay, uh, let's see. Nicotero was doing the most with the size of holes left in the bodies of the kingdom folks. <laughs> Ezekiel had to climb from under bodies like Jon Snow in the Battle of the Bastards. <laughs> The kingdom fighters are wiped out. Man, that was a major L on that battle. But we got the guns, so who's going to who's going to be the one to bring Ezekiel back from his dark place? He might need some time in the Carol cabin of feelings. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> is that a, is, oh my god. Is that a metaphor? <laughs> what does that really mean? Ooh, I don't know, but I like it either way. It's fine. Uh him and Morgan. Speaking of which, somebody needs to go on a run and find a psychiatrist or someone needs to start reading Helping with PTSD for Dummies because this war is going to have everybody messed up. Was that chain and lock forged in the fires of Mordor? <laughs> that shit broke the battle axe. In the Negan School of Asshole, do they teach how to be the worst in a monologue? The self-righteous assholery of it all. First, the guy talking shit to Rick while dying. PP pants savior with his bullshit. Morales can't type his name without my eyes rolling. <laughs> and now Ace Ventura savior. These savior monologues are like the writer saying, in case you didn't get it, let me beat these points into your brain in the most aggravating way possible. Yeah. I think we got it from Kari's, a- Kari's acting and the flashes of the bodies blown apart and dead. We got that this will be hard on Ezekiel and will impact his mental fortitude. But no, we had to listen to Jim Carrey, the savior, blather on about, you are no king and you fooled those people and now they're dead and still following you, delusions of grandeur, blah, blah, blah. Thank you, Jerry, for that splitting him in half. Thank you. The whole Shiva thing giving me all the feels, Ezekiel telling her to run and begging Jerry to let him go help her, her leaping in to save him like he leaped in for her. Oh, the feels. Rick out here having a high-speed jeep chase with a zombie obstacle course with his wingman on a motorcycle doing cleanup. Rick jumping out of jeeps, gutting people, and climbing up hills. Offer McSexy is a bad man. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's so fun. Okay. And uh, Ashley. Ashley says, hi, ladies. I hope this is on time. I wasn't sure whether the deadline was in love in Eastern or Central. <laughs> you made it! <laughs> uh, I've only watched the episode once, so I should be able to keep this somewhat short. Overall, I enjoyed this episode and thought the writing was some of the better we've gotten this season. My biggest takeaways. 
One, this show has somehow been blessed with some incredibly talented actors, and I feel bad that they're mired in what is often subpar writing. But Kari Payton was amazing in this. If Rick and Michonne aren't in an episode, it's hard for me to care, but he was engaging from beginning to end, and I'm proud. Two, speaking of the beginning, I cannot believe they had Zeke out here in his bonnet, retwisting his locks like I haven't been waiting for Michonne to get that scene, outside of fan fiction, forever. I felt like I was being trolled. That said, shout out to Head Scarves and Coconut Oil, getting love on TV this week. <laughs> it's uh, number three. It's Rick Grimes, bitch. I know we only got maybe two minutes of Bay, but what a glorious two minutes it was. I also know this moment was in the San Diego Comic Con trailer, but I still, uh, but I still, it did me in when he rolled up and hopped his ass into another moving vehicle <laughs> like a boss. She's fanning herself. <laughs> Weren't we all? Yeah. Uh, the only thing that could have made it better is if Michonne had been with him. I'm still waiting on them to get the, <laughs> to get their Bonnie and Clyde on and ruin some saviors' lives. But for now, this'll do. Number four. Shiva was a real one, and I shed an actual tear over her death like she wasn't pain- painfully obviously CGI. <laughs> but if it means some money will go back into the show's production, I'm actually really okay with her being gone. And number five, lastly, I turned into the Viola Davis <laughs> gathering her purse gift when I saw that next week appears to be mostly Negan and the Savior stuff. Honestly, who asked for this and why is anyone listening to them? The only thing willing me through this is knowing that Michonne will be back for episode six and also what will surely be a hilarious recap from you ladies. <laughs> Until then, have an awesome week, Ash. Episode six, man. It's so far away. It, it feels I mean, it really, really it's far. It's two weeks, but it still. Is, but it feels so far. The last time we saw her was the first episode. I know. <laughs> it's been forever. <sighs> We're both like, <sighs> All right. Um, and this one's coming from Cheryl. She says, thoughts about tonight's episode four? So, I liked seeing badass Carol, but is it me or is she just totally bland lately? I just find myself not caring about her one bit, but I do appreciate that she thinks things through before she does them. I gotta say the and yet I smile speech, which is reminiscent of MLK's I've Got a Dream, was the last I could tolerate. At this point, I'm totally all about Ezekiel being a regular guy. I think that would be an interesting twist going forward. I was a bit confused about how the dynamic duo, a.k.a. Batman and Robin, a.k.a. Rick and Daryl, were in the loop on the gun chase. You too? Overall, I think it was a fair episode. Dare I say it, but I'm looking forward to seeing Negan and the Savior bosses strategizing Soprano-style about this whole war thing. Not that I need a Negan monologue, but it's definitely time to see their side of the events. Love the podcast, girls. Can't go on a run without it. (laughs) Well, run! Run, Cheryl, run! (laughs) I kind of agree about Carol. Like, Carol has... I've I've been annoyed by Carol for a very long time. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm not annoyed by her anymore, which is a step up. Yeah. But I'm also not excited. I mean, she has moments. I think those moments are cool where it's like she shot those people through the ceiling. That's awesome. Yes. Like, so, like, she has those, like, action moments, but it's like those, those, like feeling moments where i'm just like "Mm, does she have them right well they don't really show it enough to it's like very fleeting yeah we don't really see a lot of that so it's like uh we're just kind of guessing with her and who knows (laughs) with her yeah i also was like i was also confused about how they happen to be on the same road right the guns 
I mean, just happenstance is that because where were they going before? Exactly. I don't know. And then, um, I kind of, I, I, I don't think I, I don't, I think I kind of am interested in seeing, again, not the Negan monologue part. Like, whatever's going on with Gabriel and Negan in the trailer, I'm, I probably don't care about. Right. But to see those other people try to fish out who the traitor is. Yes. I think that might, and I saw, I saw that a little bit of, um, I saw a little bit of Elizabeth Ludlow in there. So Yay. she's in there. So it's like one of our, one of the the guests of the podcast is there. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I think that would be interesting to see how they work together. Cause we've never seen these bosses, these like boss level right. people together like this. So. Right. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I don't, I just I just hope that they'll leave the Negan monologues out of it. Like, yeah. We've had enough of those. We're good. Let's see how these guys, how they crack under pressure. I right. want to see Boss Savior. Yeah. That's who I want to see. Like, I want to see him lose his shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody, you know, take him out. That would be great. <laughs> um. All right. And our last email comes from Miss Claire. She says, hi, girls. I currently write this looking rather frazzled and only partially clothed following the spontaneous combustion of my underwear after seeing Rick Grimes jump from one car to another, then stab a guy to death. (laughs) (laughs) You are not right, young lady. (laughs) Love it. I am cold but happy. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That was. Oh, my God. Right. I, well, at least we know that nobody's going to be mad about our departure into the, you know, the Rick Grimes happy hour. Uh, I watched this episode illegally before work this morning. It's another few hours before it airs in the UK. And up until Rick and Daryl appeared, I wasn't sure I was going to bother with my usual rewatch. For me, the first three quarters of the episode dragged a lot at times. I'm so ready for us to have some proper dialogue instead of constant shooting. However, I like the good amount of gore and bloody limbs scattered around at the very beginning, and seeing Ezekiel become the target of his former protectors was pretty cool, too. And Jerry, how I love him. He kills it with every line. The creepy sex pest-looking savior was genuinely vile. I wouldn't I wouldn't ever be asking him to babysit, that's for oh sure. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> if the look he was going for was pedophile, then well done. He achieved that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> No lies detected. Uh, So why did it drag for me? One word, and I expect to be hated for this by some, Carol. Confession time. I can't stand Carol. I am fed up with how one minute she's putting on her meek housewife act, the next she's running off and wanting to be left alone, and then like this episode, she's suddenly the most skillful human in combat that has ever existed. I know, I know, Melissa McBride is a brilliant actress, but I am so done with Carol. Ever since she was screeching over Sophia and being nasty to Rick about it in season two, she has annoyed the shit out of me, and nothing she does will ever change that. There's also the fact that certain shippers have helped to put me off of to help me put me off of her, but I am not opening that can of worms. <laughs> I know the show expects everyone to be all yas queen about Carol tonight, but no, just no. I would not be sorry to see her go. Apologies if that offends anyone. apologies um i was happy to see ezekiel show his true self 
Jerry's reaction showed that perhaps the Kingdomers knew he was full of shit, but they needed him as they needed someone to believe in and follow. Zeke admitting he was just some guy really helps his character for me now. He's more of a believable human being, whereas before I found it so cringy to watch. Shiva dying was sad, but when it happened, I have to admit that I was thinking about how they wouldn't have to blow so much of the budget on CGI now. (laughs) What can I say? I'm a dog person. Oh my god, I love her so much. (laughs) Claire! Claire! (laughs) Thankfully, just as I was wishing I hadn't bothered getting up super early to watch, Rick and Daryl appeared, and oh my god, I'm a Rickle fangirl. I hold my hand up and admit that. The show wouldn't hold my attention the way it does if it wasn't for those two, and their scene with the guns and car chases and murders was just, yes, just yes. I have been watching Andy Lincoln on TV for over 20 years, and I remember him being in shows when he was in his early 20s, and I look at moments like tonight when he jumped into the moving car, and it's like, how did Andrew Lincoln end up this sexy? Give me an hour of those two boys, AMC. I might die if you did it, but it'd be well worth it. I love the little you look like shit moment. How many times do you reckon Norman and Andy had to shoot that bit without laughing? (laughs) Quite a few, I'll bet. So overall, not one of my favorite episodes this season, but it totally redeemed itself with the glorious Rick and Daryl pouring towards the end. The fic writer in me wants to call in sick the rest of the week so I can write (laughs) reams of Rick Rickle fanfic about that scene. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Excuse me while I go and put some clothes back on. Mm. We will excuse you from the conversation yeah. now. Um, also, uh, we need to find out about her fic. Yeah, we asked her when she first I wrote. Know. She never... Uh-huh. Claire. Yeah. Claire, darling, you gotta tell us so we can read it. Um, okay. So, uh, any other thoughts after the feedback? Mm-mm. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm here for some more of the, the Rick the Rick porn, but they need to throw Michonne in there. Yeah. Uh, we need to have some, like, legit, I'm saying. Like, legit I'm, Michonne porn. Yeah. That's what I'm trying Not this deleted. Oh, shit. Whatever. Going back to that. Oh, did you want to do the winner? Well, you said the very end. Okay. <laughs> we'll wait till the very end. <laughs> Going back to that. Going back to Walker Stalker. They... Again, that whole panel where, um, where, with Andy and Denai and talking about how they show too much skin in the van. And then apparently there are rumors going around where it was like, yeah, we heard that Andy and I were just like butt naked in the van. And I was just like, what? <laughs> like, right? How did that happen? Right? <laughs> like, it makes me kind of mad because I'm like, you know you can't show these people this naked asses on AMC. Right. Why would you stop it? And then sh- do it again and shoot us, give us stuff we can actually see. Yeah. Like, that's that's what makes me mad. Uh-huh. Like, not necessarily that, now that I know more, it's like, so you just, just didn't do your job as a director and direct these people? Like, can I get a whole ass scene? Like, that's all I'm saying. Yes. You just let them go into, like, the abyss of lost footage that nobody can see. And I only got five seconds. Yeah. Oh, nigga, Daryl. Mm. <laughs> I'm so annoyed about it. He's the one that directed it. Tell him to stop. Somebody tell him to stop doing this. Right. 
I mean, I feel like we are owed a whole episode of it at this point. Like, yeah. Just the Rashon like throws of love. I just I need yeah. it. I need it. My heart needs Re- it. Redo it and reshoot it so we can actually watch it. Seriously, seriously. What a waste. Maybe they'll, maybe we'll get an, maybe we'll get one this season and it'll be like the making of Baby Rashon. <laughs> oh my god. Baby Rashone, we knew you were coming before you were in the womb. <laughs> we saw you. We felt your presence. <sighs> okay. All right. So the winners of our Ross Marquand autograph giveaway going to 4N6XMNR and Bug. So make sure to send us your uh, your your mailing address and by the way bug we know it's you cheryl <laughs> so hi cheryl and some congratulations so yeah uh email us your address to two dead chicks at gmail.com and we will get those right out to you guys also didn't we say we did we we were talking about this you gotta send us a screenshot of like this in your iTunes yes. account so we can verify that it was actually you. Yes, that please. wrote it. Yes, please. So, yeah, so we just don't want everybody sending us email. Right. Well, at least audience. with Cheryl, like we 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 know, like she she heard us read our our read her review last time and she's like, "Oh my god, that's me." She she forgot like I didn't I also have done this where I forgot what my mm-hmm. uh iTunes screen name is. Mhm. Uh, because it wasn't what I thought it was, and I have no idea how to change it. But yeah, I was like, "Oh wait, why does my name show up like that? <laughs> what did I did I type that in? Okay, apparently I did. All right, you guys, still gotta send us a screenshot, Cheryl. Yes, Even just though, do it, just because, yeah. <laughs> uh, just because it's the rules. So, um, all right, guys, that's it for this week, and we'll see you next week for the saviors. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> 